Okay, okay, Gus. So I'm gonna I'm gonna crack my can, and I'm in control. And so when I say go, I'll crack the can, and we'll start the podcast. So when you count yourself down, you're gonna crack the can and then start the podcast. Right. It's pretty much all in my hands here, and I we don't need I don't need you to do anything. They just need God, you to I look. could I could definitely carry some weight and help you know so you share the load a little bit. That would be nice. So I don't really know what that means. What does that mean? Well, if you like, if it was too much, because I mean, you, let me just count off the top of my head what you're doing right now. You're cracking the can, you're counting down, you're starting the podcast. I mean, that's no, rounded whoa, up. That's like half out a of dozen order, things. Out of order immediately. I'm counting down, then I'm cracking. And you the open can. the can. Yeah, and then I start the podcast. Yeah, so like, if you needed to offload some of that stuff, you could. I could t- definitely like maybe start the podcast or something of that nature if that was okay. If you needed it. No, I can just, I'll say three, two. Yeah, like that. And then welcome back, guys, I, to the Gus and Eddie podcast. Dude, Thanks for co- tuning in. I could do that if you needed to. Dude, well, I, I already kind of did I it. I got to so. apologize to you. I just, I tried it and I, did, I didn't work. I did it wrong. I cracked on two. Wait. That's what that's a, like? It's way yeah. harder, dude. I'm sorry for getting so mad at you. Oh, my God. It's to line up go and and cracking it at the same time is really difficult i i'm sorry honestly, dude. um sorry i'm getting a little emotional it that means the world to me that you would have the gumption to say that dude i've been really struggling Listen, with that for a lot of months so thank I, you um, honestly i'll say i haven't had the gumption for a long time and i feel like finally now i do have the gumption and i feel like just I, i've been walking around gumptionless <laughs> I've just months. noticed a distinct lack of gumption in this podcast. <laughs> the second we started talking, I could hear the gumption. I could hear the gumption. This is good. Well, 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 first off, welcome back. I want to thank everybody for being so cool about us not recording an episode last week uh, for obvious reasons. If you're in the, the future, um, just pick a point during the quarantine for why we didn't upload uh and you're probably right <laughs> if you're just trying to think what week was it any week would work yeah um, so exactly. uh it was cool that yeah you know everybody let us take that break week to do a charity stream and the boys not even not us we were just the 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 people streaming it but the boys th- this community raised thirty five thousand dollars for charity for color of change so applause for the boys insane Thank you, boys. Holy shit. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. So, so crazy. That, thank you, everybody, for showing up. We played a lot of Jackbox and, and some Scriblio. I joined in very late. Thank you, Eddie, for fielding the uh, start of that whole thing. It just I mean, was a wonderful as far evening. as the whole stream goes, you, you probably joined in like 10% in, so not very late. You were there for, for almost all of it. Oh, yeah. I was I was an on-the-road boy, and uh, I, I want to interject right here. Boys, if you're looking at me here, um, I've got the old Sony flip cam that I'm shooting this on. I'm back home right now in Wisconsin. Uh, we do not have our fast internet installed yet. It should be any day now, so I'm using this old camera because the file sizes are about a tenth of the size so that Tony can get it lightning fast. Lightning fast. And then Tony will... And well, we're already a day late, so and not because of Tony, because of us. So then Tony will edit it in so fast it'll be in the past. This will come out on Friday. Dang, dude, that's really, Tony. Honestly, really cool. Again, he's not solving the coronavirus, but cool of him to kick it back a few days to Friday. Yeah. But. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day it came out, you're actually listening to it before we recorded it. 
So um, what are we going to say? You know, yeah, tell it. <laughs> Let, um, let's just Garth and Cat the whole podcast. <laughs> One thing is, uh, I think with this episode, because uh, as many of you know, we used to have a podcast called OK, I'll Talk. That was over Skype. Um, but that was when I was in uh, the suburbs of Chicago and you were in Menominee. And so I believe this is officially the furthest, the longest the podcast table has been ever. Wow. <laughs> It's I a, didn't even consider that. It's a cross-country podcast, and we've never uh, done that before. That is, these are like old times. Yeah, it's like, awesome. it's yeah, it's almost exactly like, uh, okay, I'll talk. It's weird, because there is does feel like a difference of knowing you are pretty much directly three floors above me <laughs> versus being mm-hmm. across the country, but oh, let, yeah. that's what I want to talk about, because not only am I happy for you, but I'm also a bit jealous. You are home. I am home. Thank you, Eddie, first of all. I, I got to tell you, I've been home as of recording this. It's been about a day, day and a half or so. And I again, I know that there are so many people in, in the world, in this country right now, that are going through so much worse than I have been going through. But I have just, you know, I've not been super myself in the last couple of months. And I've been in the doldrums in the apartment and stuff. And in, in just the last day and a half, I've felt the best that I've felt in months. I just, we pulled the car up yesterday and and I just parked it in the front yard and it was like 5 p.m. and the golden light was there and the little like maple seed tufts were blowing through the air and I just stepped out in my yard and cried. It just is the best, best thing ever. I'm so happy to be home. Just for uh, people in the audience, I asked if Gus was home and when he said yes, my first question because I'm so homesick, I was like, did you cry? Because I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> you yeah. were just like, yeah, dude, immediately. It was the best. It was like stepping out into like the intro of Bioshock Infinite. Like I could oh, hear man. some music coming from inside and all the golden god rays and stuff. Like, oh, oh it's so wonderful. And but I'm, I mean, so I'm home now and, and they're going to be making a lot, of, a lot of good old grown home memes and stuff. Fuck yeah, dude. And you're so like everybody's back, right? It's just the entire family. Entire family's home right now. Yeah, I came home on a Saturday night. You know, we just kind of kicked it, listened to some music and stuff, and watched TV. It just, it, ugh, this is a reset button. Everyone's here. An interesting thing I was thinking, uh, too, is like, obviously, with the horrible circumstances, like, this is also for your family specifically, like, a thing that would have never happened other than quarantine, where like everybody post college is just living at your house right now. Yeah, that's it's very strange. Yeah, Sven's home. Thor hasn't left for college stuff yet. It's pretty cool. And this literally the the stretch of about six months or so. This is the longest I've ever gone in my whole life without seeing my family. So this was like mm. I was getting teased, you know. I hear you, man. I still haven't broken the streak yet. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking <laughs> records every day. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh boy. Man. I uh. Not that uh, do we have? I want to hear some preguntas right away. I need to hear from our boys. I need to hear what I they're asking. I need to involve the boys immediately. Thank you, fellas and ladies. Thank you, everybody. Again, follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burback and at Gus Johnson, and you can you can ask us your preguntas. That's questions for English speakers. Uh, I got one here from at Crimbofication, and uh, they say, "Hey, me and my friends have a dispute." They think that it is okay to take a piss while on mic, but I think it's gross. They said they wouldn't mind if I did it, but I think it's a breach of privacy, and they think it's normal if everyone is friends. What do you think? I'm going to be honest. I feel like a couple years ago I might have agreed with this guy, but I've, I've, I've taken a leak while online with the boys, and it doesn't seem to really matter at all. 
Oh, yeah. Do you strategically aim the stream to the bowl to curve it like a Tony Hawk half pipe, or do you yes. just go dead I, center? Okay. If I'm in, for w- weird reasons, if it's like oh, over chat, I don't want inter- to interrupt everyone with the stream. But mm-hmm. I had a moment when I was about 17, 18, and I was like, I'm always trying to silently piss when I'm in a public bathroom. And I was just like, <laughs> what? why? What? I'm in a public bathroom. Everybody knows I'm yeah. pissing. Like, if I'm not in a urinal, you know, if I'm in a stall. Exactly. And I was like, why am I, it's not, it's just, it's just liquid hitting liquid. And so now I hit center of the bowl when I'm in public. Power move. Yeah. That's a, that's a strong thing. That's what I, I like do. it. Did you ever try to piss as hard as you can so then people would think that you have a big penis because it's so loud? I just almost spit out my water. Just the, Did you ever try to <laughs> piss as hard as you can? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have I have tested tested the waters of how loud <laughs> how loud I could pee yeah but usually okay, not good. in public where I'm like I need them to know I got a big pee <laughs> <laughs> you just hear you oh, struggling ow 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 I bring ow. a fire hose into the stall just to try yeah. and trick people <laughs> dude uh, I, I I had to hit an uncomfortable amount of public bathrooms in the last week as we drove across the entire U S there and you better believe your boy was strapped with his sidearm piece of hand sanitizer every step of the way i hate public bathroom shit yeah that's uh how was yeah that's the more interesting i've just been here i don't have anything new really but you had a cross-country road trip can we hear about that please yeah i mean it it was certainly less i guess exciting than than our trucking it across the u.s kind of road trip there was a lot less involved in terms of logistics and stuff but like it really was just slogging through a lot of states and stuff and there was cool shit dude i i forgot how fucking cool utah is it's just the most beautiful place yeah, Ugh. I was so shocked the first time we drove because, like, I knew Utah looked pretty cool, but I had no idea, like, just how beautiful Utah was. Oh, yeah. It's like you see that and you're like, I kind of get it why the Mormons think this is, like, God's chosen land or whatever. Yeah. Like, it looks like a Bioshock Infinite meets rural towns, you know? Mm. Let's see if I can say Bioshock Infinite a third time this podcast. Let's too. hope. Let's only hope. Let's, Let's hope. hope that you have the gumption. Yeah, I will pray that. Uh, Dude, I I put out a a thing on Twitter, too. And and one thing that was so surprising, and again, I know you can attest to this, Eddie, is like, I I know we're in like the heart of one of the biggest cities on Earth, arguably. And like, everything is cranked 10 out of 10 in terms of like coronavirus stuff and all the like protests and everything too but i was legitimately shocked just how much a lot of these places that weren't even like rural rural you know 400 people town places but like there were just so many people in these towns that just didn't have a single mask on where like restaurants were open it was as if the the virus didn't even exist you know yeah i i do too and it's like that's it's crazy where it's i don't even know how to feel anymore about how careful to be you know what i mean mm-hmm. where it's just like uh, obviously with the protests and everything that's like a bigger fish to fry type thing but i just don't i if i was in a small town and there were no cases i really don't know how i'd treat it Cause you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I wish that they were being super careful, but it's just like, I don't know, dude. I'm just, I'm so, my brain is so fried on everything coronavirus that it's just like, I don't, I don't fucking know. It did. Isn't it weird to think that like the literal biggest global issue right now is like taking a backseat to like all of the stuff that's going on in America. Like I forget all the time, like, oh yeah, there's a pandemic going on too. Yeah. And to a degree it's like, if (sighs) 
if people have gathered in the large numbers that they have, is the tree of like people passing it too big now? Where you know what I mean? I, I don't. Uh huh. I just don't know. It's like, uh, do you have it? I'm sure a lot of people listening kind of um, are with me on this. Where it's it's no actual real thought of it, but there's part of my brain that is the like. Sorry, I had a birthday. Uh, very logical bit where it's like if I see a group of people for months, I was like, oh, God damn it. You know, and yeah. then there's that there's that God damn it logical part still there. But then there's this part of my brain that's getting stronger and stronger that goes like, well, at least it looks normal again. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's like and I know I don't listen to that part of the brain, but it's there, you know, where uh-huh. like even with the like some of the peaceful protests of seeing people gather was like. Oh, that's nice. It's just people. (laughs) But it's not. It's It's like the underlying bit is very scary with the coronavirus. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, dude, it's like now it's so weird just being outside and not having a mask on and stuff. Like, again, well, we live in the middle of nowhere, you know, so it's like I just walk outside. It's just the family. Like, we're not around anyone in town. Like, it's just super weird. Like, we're going to go hit some golf balls into a field later. And and we're not picking them up, damn it. We're going to lose them out there. And it's just like... Holy shit, this is the fucking bomb. I was so pissed, though. I, I We like hitting golf balls into the field, and I found something on Amazon a few weeks ago, and it was some dude was was sent, selling 400 used range balls for 60 bucks. Whoa. And I, and I just wanted to get them, but then the he, he, he didn't deliver them to me, so I got dude, my money back. Th- that's like the price to rent 400 balls at a range, you know? Like right? That's, and you get to keep them? Um, yeah, dude, I have, uh, I, I feel like I've fallen for where I'll, I'll be late night Amazon shopping and I'll get something and just like not read it properly or really not check the, the sender and then be like, why did I, why did I fall for this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I mean, just the thing is Amazon makes, uh, shitty salespeople look so respected on the yeah. site. And so there's no like, like it just it's the same framing and and like picture quality and everything and it's like unless you have the 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 gumption to look at their seller history and stuff and read reviews it's like you're gonna get fucked over by these people this looks legit as hell yeah also it's, i was thinking about even making a, a video about um like uh, refunds online like with like mm-hmm. postmates and amazon and everything Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know because the thing is I, I would have to also include you cause you're the expert on getting fucked over by Amazon. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, well, that's one thing I like about all the food apps is they seem to just be like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, that's, uh, that's not bad. And then Amazon, the biggest company in the fucking world can't do that. I'm um, legitimately, I, I want to know what percentage of money, like a Postmates or a DoorDash just ends up, no questions asked, refunding to companies or to customers over the year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 60. What what was I going to say? I Dude, my, my brain is so wiped and fried. It's not even, uh, overall quarantine stuff, I'm still generally pretty happy. One mm-hmm. thing is, I, and I know you just did the big drive. I've been looking up, like into not only me driving, but like... Did you look into the the kind of like weighing against driving versus flying uh, a lot before mm-hmm. you did the drive? Yeah, I did, and and it's like because the thing is those like the airplane things. I'm like I don't like it's just circulated air, and they're so public. That's the and thing stuff. is, I saw doctors say that the circulated air is so fast that that's mm-hmm. not a risk for spreading it. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I, I'm seeing new information now. Where t- Tony was the one that put me onto it originally. I think mainly too. Uh, 
I think there's factors definitely where you're driving with two. It was. It seemed like they they were saying that they can't really tell which would be safer if it was cross country, but. If you're two mm-hmm. people, just for the math of it, it's significantly safer to drive across the country with two people like you and Sabrina. But then, like, sure. I also have to factor in, just for people that know, uh, don't know, my sister's having a kid in August, so I have to go back to Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also factors you have to put in of, like, driving alone across the country. So we're talking car crashes. We're talking getting sleepy at the wheel, which I would always be careful about, but you never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's oh, just sure. like I'm trying to factor this in and figure it out of like which is safer. Um, and so if there could be like one thread on the subreddit of people helping me out on that and not like a million yeah. of them, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Everyone, please pour your pseudoscience into one Reddit thread and that will determine <laughs> what we do for the next few months. <laughs> um, dude, and uh, My biggest thing, too, is like safety aside as well. Like I wanted to keep doing some Twitch stuff uh, and I was like, well, I want I got to take my PC and I need some camera gear and shit. And it's like, well, I don't want to check my tower case yeah, you know yeah oh yeah you took the whole pc back home yeah i took the oh, whole pc had back drive, home then. and like a boxed up monitor and stuff so like it, yeah it was just the the car was packed to the gills i wouldn't have been able to check that so yeah but maybe I'll, i can leave some shit here figure it out i don't know when i go back i can i probably just like pop two stream decks into a suitcase and then i have um because of the um, i used to remember do commentary videos back home and here um, mm-hmm. I have a Blue Yeti mic back home. Tony has the PC that's identical to mine for podcasts. So perfect. Yeah, there's. I, I just don't know, man. I don't. It's uh, it's it's a lot. Let's hit in some preguntas. Yeah. Okay. More memes. The rest of this shit. All right. Here mm-hmm. at Cratchit says, if you could remove one cubic meter of matter from existence, what would you remove to cause the most chaos? Huh. I like that question. The Fuck. most chaos. I wonder what would be what, one cubic meter. If you that you couldn't fuck with the Earth's core by taking something out like that, probably not. What about what if it was like a, a computer server or something like a, a government server, and you just like fucking well, you blipped it out of existence? Suggestion: cubic meter, just like the center of the president. <laughs> Like, yeah. Just, just like, because <laughs> you'd have a second to say whoa, and then you die, like pretty. Well, honestly, probably because you got to assume when they would, like, when they go to do the opto- autopsy, it is a literal cube, so there would be perfectly parallel lines in him. So they'd be like, "Well, this isn't natural causes. Somebody had to have done this. Somebody probably- removed a cubic meter. We know this." <laughs> Do you think it would do more damage to to the world if the president or the pope lost a cubic meter of their body <laughs> instantly? Um, God, I don't even know. Pro- people would probably be more initially pissed at the pope, globally speaking. Pissed at the pope or about the pope? Or, yeah. <laughs> what the hell, man? Hey, Someone put, misplaced it, put that cubic, cubic meter? meter back, the pope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got to assume it just would be government's slowly domino effect toppling, though, if, if a cubic meter of our president just disappeared. Because I can't imagine Im- you would survive that regardless of where on your body the cubic meter was removed, right? Yeah. I, I think no matter what, history stuff would do less damage. But what's the what's the most important thing in the Smithsonian? Oh, I man. Don't know. I think you've they, been to well, it, don't, right? I have been to a, yeah, a few of the Smithsonian museums. This last year, too, when I was touring the in D.C. The D.C. one, though, yeah. 
Yeah, I I went to uh fuck, we went to the Natural History and the American History Museum. They have like the the Apollo 1 space shuttle or something there or that's kind of pretty fucking valuable, I bet. Probably it might be some sort of unique fossil. Mm. I don't know, dude. Um what what would be the, the worst use of it? What would do the least damage? What would, what if you <laughs> could so the question I'm I'm using a different version of the question. You somebody says you have this superpower once you can remove one it was cubic meter of mass right yeah from the world and what would be the savior thing to do what would you do that would either help or do no damage help or do no damage oh man if there was like shit. Maybe a low stakes one was maybe there's like a local gas station uh, that had like a clog in in their pipes to the soda machine, and they said no, eighty percent of our sales are are soda sales. Where our business is gonna go under. I would come and just boop. I would unclog that little pipe, and they would whoa, the business whoa, would be on. saved. It's a cubic meter of uh, of mass. So, or wait, Eddie, wait. again. So eighty five percent of their sales are soda. It's a but, huge pipeline. But right? when you remove the pipe altogether, oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna really have to workshop think about that. <laughs> I just I just sold out a mom and pop gas station. Sorry. <laughs> if you if you went for the most meaningless one, it would probably be like go to the dead center of Wyoming and just do like a Minecraft dirt block removal of one <laughs> chunk of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> some guy would just can you imagine if you were in the middle of fucking nowhere in wyoming and you see a perfect minecraft dirt block like missing in a field dude that would be fucking nuts i wouldn't even know what to think i would think there's like a trap in it or something exactly um, yeah but yeah uh so i don't know what the least in, I, I mean i guess probably just like like a something on the palate of like a pepsi truck or something <laughs> just yeah. make it disappear <laughs> Uh, wait, but then we couldn't use it to uh, solve social justice, like like or, uh, oh, yeah. or solve so- social injustice, like Kendall Jenner. We need Pepsi right now. Do it to a Tahitian treat truck or something. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was the same uh, Kendall Jenner co- commercial, but she's handing a Tahitian treat to the <laughs> cops? <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh, all right, you got another pregunta. Yeah, I got one here. At Mad Gibbs says, if you had to box another YouTuber for charity, who would you pick? Now, uh, Eddie, wait. think strategically. Who would you pick? Um, wait, strategically what? For me to win? Well, I mean, or whatever like your strategy better. is here. Um, huh. Wait, so am I trying to win or am I trying to do good for the community? Well... Let I me, think I could let me, beat the shit out of Keemstar for sure. I I would assume so, probably. Yeah. Um. And but I don't know if I'd want to fight him because it's not worth it. Because he um, would want you to fight him. Too, yeah, and he'd yeah. fucking milk it, and I would just be like, dude, just let me beat you up. Exactly. I I think now now obviously that is certainly a more fan favorite answer. Uh, you may not d- uh, agree with my answer, but if if I'm just going for strategic personal gains i'd probably choose uh the skyrim grandma shirley curry to box i feel like it would be a pretty cake cakewalk match if you fought grandma shirley curry i wouldn't want to do it nobody would, would like me for the win i'm going for the dub you asked the question i'm going for the dub all right actually That's if i'm play. going for the dub uh ryan's toy review 
<laughs> if, his, if his parents signed off on it dude they I would mean, they would they'd, they'd, fucking him up for would. Anything. they'd sell him up shit's creek in a they'd fucking s- second they'd sell like ryan's toy review uh like uh gloves that were like his superhero <laughs> character <laughs> oh man i i didn't check easy. up on that after my video but like they really made a business out of that child and i hope that he's okay when he grows up I just, like, literally and logically speaking, what do you think he's going to look like in 10 years? Not, like, physically, but, like, what what the fuck does a guy like that do? He's going to have enough money unless his parents fuck him over. I feel like he'll probably just... I mean, if he has all that money, it's like, are they going to just put it toward his college? Is When he's, like, 25, does he just get, like, like $20 million? <laughs> you know, yeah, what happens I don't there? know. I don't know, because then it's like, too, he, he's, how old is he still? Is he like eight or nine or I something like that? If I, when I made the video, I think he was eight. Okay, so the thing is, too, he's still just a kid dicking around. He could grow up and not shitting on him, but like he could have just no talent in the performing area at all, you know? But yeah, he's got I mean, this he's momentum. Yeah, he's a kid that plays with toys. Yeah, um, I was just like, what the fuck do you do? I'm just so glad I didn't have to live life like that as a kid, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, he also has, like, like TV shows and shit, like the money that he's probably making, but the obligations mm-hmm. that... That's the thing, is he does so many things. It's like, when does this kid... He, they upload every day. When does he have time yeah. to be a child? I don't know. And it's like, does he want to? Because then, then again, it's like they make him do so much shit, like, just naturally a, a kid will just not want to do stuff. Like, what if he's yeah. just like, no, no. And now he's got to box me, too? Like, yeah. I got... <laughs> Dude, just reach alone. I, I my statistics are way higher than him. You could Weight probably class. not even use your fist. You could probably just kick him the whole time at Dude, a distance. I, I wouldn't even. I could just knee him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh man, that's okay. How about this? I'll box um, Ryan's dad. Okay. They they have to eliminate all current contracts with Ryan if I win. That's a good idea. But Ryan's dad has a one time, you know, like one of those charge up special powers. He has one time where he can call in Ryan to jump off the ropes and try to give you an RKO. All right. Ryan just starts throwing Tonka trucks at me. I'm getting hit in the head with fucking like uh, his exclusive switch racing game. He has like the Home Alone-esque contraptions on the side of the boxing ring when you're just beating the shit out of his dad. Oh, my God. That'd be Um, a good move. Yeah, and then uh, do you think they would make a video out of it? I think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Ryan gets fucking yeeted for you know, Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> um, all right, wait. What was? Oh, the boxing was the pregunta there. Yeah, oh, yeah I don't, dude. I don't really know if if you had to. I don't even know if it's somebody even good from the community. I don't really want to box any. I want to box people that I really don't like. And so yeah. it's like, did they say for charity? Yeah, for charity, so it's for a good cause. Okay, like, then. Well, uh, I feel like, too, especially, I wouldn't want it to be any of our friends. Like, I, I, I wouldn't need it to be somebody I hate, but I, I'm, I know I'm competitive, and, and even if it would be something as silly and dumb as a boxing match, and it was, like, me and Jakey or me and Danny or something, like, still, I'd be like, I wouldn't want to get beat by, like, a friend of ours, though. Yeah, you know? and also, it's like, the second a, a punch gets thrown... It's like it's not about being friends; it's about hurting each other. So yeah, it's like yeah. it, it just wouldn't work. That um, would be weird. Uh, also, Jakey's got a significant height uh, and all. Yeah. Of us, so. Oh yeah, he's got the probably like a fucking ten foot wingspan. He'd destroy yeah. us. 
Um. Uh, all right. So I. So what's our final answers? I think we'll both at the same time box the Skyrim grandma. Okay. Just and you she- know, don't want any taking any chances. Like we want to be a definite guaranteed victory. It's probably yes. For the it's best. for charity, but we want to win, and so it would be a tag team thing where we are both tagging in while we're both in the ring fighting her at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, Eddie, I'm pretty winded. Could you come in here and do a round? I'm already, <laughs> yeah. I'm already here, buddy. I'm already punching. Yeah, I'm fresh. I'm in. Let's go. She here. She gets one tag team partner, but it has to be uh, Joey from Joey's Super Cool Food Reviews. All right. <laughs> She comes, she's like, Joey, you need to come in. He comes in, he goes, I'm B. Oh, no. so much. It's All a right. good impression, and I hate hearing it. Dude, I was checking him out. Like, uh, I, I, I constantly am going down the rabbit hole of Cameo. I can't stop looking. And, it, and a lot of times it, it discourages me with certain things that you find. But, like, but I, I, I see Joey doing stuff on Cameo, and he starts all his cameos with that, and he does five minute cameos, which is like, oh my God. That's a, that's a lot of Joey. Uh, we could dude, make a YouTube video that would make his the AdSense would make more than the cameo. I'm sure he's being offered. Probably, I think he's charging like twenty bucks for a cameo or so. But yeah, yeah, Jesus, he's got a good deal of subscriber. Does he get views? Yeah, he gets some views. I think you know, I, what's, he gets what's maybe his like. Name? It's uh, Joey's World Tour. You okay. looking her up? Yeah. Um. So he's got four hundred twenty-seven thousand subscribers. Uh-huh. 30k th- views, 33k views, 23, 34. So yeah, not to the kind of YouTube standard of what that subscriber number would be, but also not bad. Can I just play the first 10 seconds of his latest video to see if he is is annoying on it or what? Yeah, he will be, but yeah. <laughs> I we don't know. We'll give him a chance. This is going in blind okay. his latest one. It's called Taco Bravo. Oh, also guys, don't fucking send him hate. He does a goofy thing. It's kind of weird, but Yeah, he's anyway. a goofy guy, but it's it, yeah, we don't need to be that like you're cringe so we'll hate you. I want to listen to what he has to say. 10 seconds. Hi everyone, this is Joe for Joy Super Goofy Interviews. Discord just kept cutting out so it would be silence and then hearing ah, and you laughing and then it would cut out. Ah, you laughing <laughs> that was like fucking 15 seconds, dude. Oh my Joe, god. Oh my god. The thing is what I like is regard like he does seem to be a really positive guy. He could it's like to he's it too, man. He's he's like he's trying to go out of his way in the most crucial chunk of seconds to just be like, fuck you, get out of <laughs> here. Alright, if you made it through, I'll be pretty chill and positive the rest of the video. Oh man, and then I love the I'm back. <laughs> like, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know this is this is a more wholesome thing too. But I love for Badlands Chugs. I unironically fucking love Badlands Chugs. Yeah, he dude. seems he seems like so positive, and he's just like he's just as a smiley guy. He's got the greatest smile ever. Uh, but uh, he every single time his whole things is like is Badlands Chugs is back. Like it's like hey, the long-awaited return of Badlands. It's like well, you're here like every three days. So okay. Oh, dude. He. I mean, he has to return every time because you know he might die from chugging like five liters of, of Fanta. <laughs> I love how confidently too, because I watch so many Badlands Chugs videos. Like he even even for kind of like tame stuff, like it, it's so wholesome. He hypes because it it's up like too. He's, he hypes the shit out of it, and it's like when you when you step away from it, it's just a guy that's like, 
hey, I'm drinking about a liter and a half of Mountain Dew right now. That's the video. But it's just, it's the personality. And and it's funny just watching him. He's trying to have all these like really clean cut professional phrases before he chugs. And he, he will always say, enough talk. You're here for the chug. But then he'll say <laughs> like 10 more things. So he'll be like, all right, but enough talk. Let's get going. Quit stalling. Two liter chug. Going down. Here we go. Watch. <laughs> That's enough. Going in. Like <laughs> you'll just keep saying things. <laughs> and get sometimes ready. we're get about ready. to do it. I'm gonna <laughs> chug. Get ready. I'm about to chug. Don't touch that dial. I'm about to chug. <laughs> I, you can tell in some of the ones too where they're like kind of more shitty challenges he actually doesn't want to do it and he seems like he's not doing it for the bit but he's actually trying to talk himself into it like one of the ones he said something like he's like all right enough talk let's get to it here we go stop stalling i know what you're doing don't do it <laughs> like, like, you, you didn't have to do this man to go drink a coke or something <laughs> Uh, I know what you're doing, and it sounds like he's he's talking to the audience. Where somebody watching yeah. is like, "What am I doing? What yeah. did I do?" It's like his never got his approval. Mother is over his shoulder, like Badlands. I know what you're doing. It's like I, I'm sorry, mom. I don't want to drink this. Uh, anyway, here I got another pregunta here. <clears throat> At rocker six zero six four six five says, "What is the dumbest skill that you have learned out of boredom?" For example, I can start strike anywhere matches on my teeth. I hate what? that. <laughs> oh, what? No, I don't like that at all. I, doesn't that taste horrible? Aren't isn't that like fucking red phosphorus? Isn't that like toxic? I don't. I don't. It just doesn't sound good, no matter what, in, in every yeah. way of it. Um, I don't. What do you mean? Oh, you want to say something more about the matches, or? You... Well, I'm just trying to think of how you do it. Like, I feel like your... the. F- they're too smooth on the front face, right? You have to yeah. like go like on the molars, which is like so much deeper and in your teeth. I don't know. I would just. I kind of to... <laughs> should I should I go see if if there's a strike anywhere match and if I can do that right now? Yes. Okay, I will stall for forty three seconds. Okay, I'm stalling now. Hey guys, uh, I do like that Gus started that by saying, "Isn't that really bad for you and dangerous?" <laughs> and he's like, "You want me to do it?" <laughs> so. Um, I, I also just want to thank everybody for, for coming to that uh, charity live stream and giving to it. And anybody who's been, obviously, we've talked a million times about it, but supporting the Twitch streams and uh, <clears throat> the Twitch streams. If only I could talk without messing up my goddamn phrasing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm working on a new video. Uh, that's fun and exciting, isn't it? Uh, I think uh, Yikes merch is about to be out, uh, sold out, but we're dropping some new ones on uh, June 29th. It's going to be a summer collection that we're working on. Um, that's it, really. Uh, I'm stalling. No, <laughs> One thing I want to mention, too, is just even with the um, the subreddit, I, I thank you guys for still just like memeing around when we're not doing a podcast during like hard times. Because I got to be honest, when, when we're really not feeling it, I feel this like immense sense of disappointing all of you, and I feel like um, you're going to just hate us if we skip too much or if we're uploading late too much, and uh, it's this, this constant weight of worry, and so when we're not really feeling the podcast when the world is burning, I'm like, oh no, and then you guys are generally really cool about it, so thanks. And he's back. I'm back in here. I got some matches. Okay, so I don't even know for sure... <laughs> 
if these are strike anywhere, uh, they have the white tips, which which would lead me to believe that they are strike anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if not, then I promise next week I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy some definite strike anywhere ones and try it. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> quit stalling. Here we go. Enough talk. <laughs> I'm gonna match. <clears throat> Should I try front of the teeth or molars first? Front, because it sounded like the one that we were you first thought wasn't possible, so we want to disprove that first. All right, all right, I'm hoping. These matches are, like, from the fucking Reagan administration, so these probably will kill me. God, they smell old and terrible. All right, I'm going to try across the front. Nope. Can can you hear that in the mic at all? No, but it's just... Oh. (laughs) Fucking horrible. Oh. All right, let me try my molar. I got to rinse first. Right. You adding? Did you spit it out? Well, I I rinsed, I cleansed my palate, my my striker strip here. <laughs> okay. All right, now I gotta have like a, a front facing camera here so I can see where I'm reaching in. All right, I got Snapchat open. I'm gonna try to do it on my molar right now. Ah, cock. It's <laughs> <laughs> really not feel good, dude. This. This is a brain dead podcast. <laughs> what are we doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, these fucking taste like meth. I'm not doing this anymore. Did, um, I have to ask for the audience. Do you know what meth tastes like? <laughs> Leave your comments down below. <laughs> I meant you, not the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week, I'm gonna get some actual strike on box and, or strike anywhere, and I'm gonna try it one more official time. Remind okay. me, please, boys. That'll be the the uh, the case of the the teeth matches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, one thing. So then, yeah, do, is there been a talent that you've taught yourself out of boredom? Hmm. Well. One that I know that I've been trying to do for a long time and I just can't fucking crack it is, you know, that's sort of like Jack Sparrow flipping the coin between your fingers thing that like poker players do. Yeah, I've I can't figure that shit out. I want to do it like just casually, not like a casino asshole, you know, sitting down at the table. But it would be nice to be able to like flick the the coin back and forth. But I just yeah, can't figure cool that shit out. I'm picturing it right now. I'm, I'm doing it. If you picture an invisible one, you can kind of do it. Maybe, wait, not, whether or not it's Tony or somebody else, edit me doing it right now. See, look at this. Hold on. Did you say whether it's Tony or, oh, somebody else is in one of the fans? Yeah, okay, anyone else want to edit this podcast today? You're asking Tony, who we're asking to edit the podcast a day late, to CGI (laughs) a poker chip in between your fingers. As right, you someone, quickly move it. Someone help Tony out. Someone just, look, look, I'll be a high roller here, see? Whoa. Hey, baby. There he goes. Need a a light? He's doing it. Look, I struck it on my teeth. That's so cool. He's so cool. I'm I'm fucking cool, dude. I have been known to have had sex a couple of times before. Not true. Nobody knows (laughs) you for that. Can't prove it. It's not on Google, so... (laughs) Um, well, what about the times every single night when Sabrina made you sleep on the couch? That was, um, I didn't really have to work at that trick. I just sort of like kept accidentally doing it and accomplishing it. So (laughs) I just kept accidentally tripping when I was trying to get in bed and falling all the way to the couch in the (laughs) living room. Well, guess I gotta stay here. (laughs) And I guess uh, somehow while I was tripping, Sabrina locked the door behind me. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Every night, too. Dude, 
I prefer sleeping on a couch. If you had to, if if I had to choose, like uh, assuming that like <laughs> having a physical romantic partner was not a factor for the rest of my life, and I was just kind of, <laughs> I know it's kind of a big part of your life, <laughs> and it was just me kicking it, I would choose a couch every time to sleep on. Well, I you I'd also sleep trained so well. yourself to sleep on a couch when you were in Menominee. That's true. I had that was the greatest piece of furniture I'll ever own. I had a couch on Craigslist for was like twenty bucks. We checked it; it was true leather, no sperm visible, no semen. I slept on that thing for like four years. I like that you specified both as if you could just see the sperm on it, like just wiggling around. <laughs> I, I tested for different kinds of types. Double um, negatives on that. But yeah, what happened to that couch? Dude, so Sven has that couch, actually. It's in his dorm room right now. No sperm, no semen for me. It's clean. <laughs> you, you, but from Sven, we don't know. We, we don't could know. never know until Sven. I challenge, I'm going to, uh, it's the black light challenge. Sven, <laughs> go into your college dorm and turn that black light on and show the world. <laughs> you don't have the opportunity to wipe it down first. You have to go no, in of completely not. dry. Good. I like this um, challenge. What was that? Uh, it was that Tosh.0. Oh, um, what was the fucking uh, video? Of the, was it literally just video of the week? Or was it viewer video of the week? Because you were one Which of them, one? too. Oh, the, so that's Fen has? No, I'm saying like the, the in Tosh, like when he would have one at, oh, video that was like the user submitted one. Yeah, of the week. yeah, yeah. It's viewer video of the week, I think. Viewer uh, video of the Eddie, week. I had three of those. Just okay. saying. Okay. What seasons, Gus? Um, I think season 62, <laughs> season 85, and 403. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I remember a really good one where it was like uh, the sketch was just he was checking the blacklight in his room for his roommate and there was nothing to be found. And he's like, OK, good. And when it showed him holding the blacklight, it was all over his face and mouth. <laughs> and I, I just love that one. I don't remember who made one. it. How much longer do you think those kind of shows can keep going on? Like Ridiculousness, Tosh.0, like that kind of shit. Because those are really the two flagship ones. I'm shocked that they're still going. I am too. They're both still going, right? Yeah, I had heard from my old manager that uh, apparently like Taj signed, and this is not like secret shit, but I think they're at least doing a few more years from what I've heard, you know? So who the fuck knows like and also who's watching that you know like I mean, who doesn't the have the internet people, i mean some people have like passive tv where it's like collect those clips and i'll just leave it on like i do get mm-hmm. that um and that's why i think they're fucking money makers like i don't think people are going oh new episode of ridiculousness they'll just go oh okay yeah there's 17 seasons of the show because you got to think about it, like, at, at what point, it's almost like the porn joke, you know, like, why are we still making more porn? Like, there's, yeah, 10 plus seasons of both the shows, you know, who's who's sitting down like, wait a minute, I saw this one in episode 305, you know, yeah, like, yeah. they're just and, in but, syndication. But I guess there's more internet material than there ever has been, though. That's true. So, like, I guess we just don't need them. I mean, if you have a Twitter account, you pretty much see this shit either way. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. It was so, it was really cool when Tosh first started because it was cool to see somebody on TV go like, hey, you know that viral video that happened three months ago? I got that guy to film a thing with me. Uh-huh. And it's just, I don't know if he's still doing that, but I never see, like, actual viral people. But that they don't really exist anymore, right? I just like, feel like they don't, like... Yeah, like even like huge memes, like if something really pops off, it's like maybe it got like a couple week window to try to 
get some, people to pay attention to you. Some people turn it into kind of a career, though. Like that one OK Boomer girl, like made it into a career now, and she's yeah. like a Twitch streamer. And so I think <clears throat> there's something about being becoming a meme and translating to Twitch that seems to work very, very well. Um, really, and that's cool. Yeah, it just seems like you can have people t- Twitch and Twitter. I think because then it's like you can make jokes about that meme. And then also, if people want to come see you live in that moment, they can. Um, I could see but that, I don't I think suppose. I think for YouTube, you need like a specific like type of show that you need to have ready. You know, you can't just like start uploading. But streaming, yeah. not saying in any way that it's easier, but you can't. You don't have to be. And I think this covers all of us. We all don't have to be as unique as we do on YouTube from each other. Um, th- like on Twitch, you can just like play games and hang out and do shit. You know. <clears throat> Yeah, totally. Whatever happened to that? I'm already Tracer. What happened to that girl? She do anything? Oh shit! I don't know. I don't like, know that actually was, at all. That was pretty big for like a month or so, and then it's like I feel like I still see references to that and stuff. But yeah, didn't um uh didn't Ethan take a picture with her when he his hair was blue and I kept seeing it in the meme rounds of where they oh. called him Ninja. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I, yeah I think <laughs> that was true. Yeah. Fuck. Um. But, uh, all right, you got another Pregunta? Yeah, I do, I do. All right, here we go. At Mr. Man, 3594032 said, If aliens came, which human should be sent to their ship to discuss with them? Huh. I don't know. Because I'm assuming that there's a, there's an idea that the aliens might get violent, right? And we yes. need a good mediator. We need a mediator and somebody that, if they died, not that it wouldn't be a tragedy, but that the world wouldn't collapse. You so know? we need somebody old and somebody who currently isn't in a position of power that is like so significant the world would collapse. Yes, old, I would like not, to, in a, not in a position of power, and somebody that could be well, disposable. They can be in a p- position of power. I would suggest um, uh, uh, Bernard Sanders. Um, not that we, it would, it would be sad if we lost Bernie, but I think maybe we got the best chance of him being like, here's the business yeah, and I'm going to try and mediate here, but if not, fuck you. (laughs) Plus we do know if shit starts going down and the lasers start firing, I mean, he can kind of run, so he has kind of a a chance to dodge out of there. (laughs) I think, hmm, who else, what, who in entertainment, what, who would be the best, like, actor to do it assuming that the the aliens have the technology to be able to understand english through some sort of like instant google translate un headpiece kind of thing you probably want somebody that's that's kind of amicable and and has a good sense of humor dude you know we we had the perfect person and we lost him in 2014 dude robin williams would have been the perfect person to talk to and talk to aliens because like he's weird too or you know what i mean and he also played an alien on tv yeah. for years <laughs> so, so he, he knows the like, language <laughs> he could be like look i like you guys yeah. and also i i just don't think i think he would probably do the best fucking job out of anybody oh probably yeah man he's even kind of old maybe now john cleese he'd be like kind of dry and he's super old too yeah but i just don't i don't know enough about john cleese personally to <laughs> endorse him as our alien person i, I think honestly Get those aliens in the podcast set in our apartment. That's That's true. all I'm saying. I, I, I think they'd have a lot to say. They have a couple. We have a couple of beers. We get some preguntas, and we're like, um, 
uh, uh, Jared69 asks, are you going to murder us? And, and they're like, <laughs> no, but they're kind of cute about it, and we all have a laugh, and then they maybe do kill us, but we at least had a laugh on the podcast. That's okay. Tony edits out the killing, so it stays advertiser-friendly. <laughs> um, or just let's say fuck it and send Phil up there. Yeah. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> I could see him doing well. All right. Anyway, so anyway, what I got here is uh, I got one from Jikelmere2, uh, and they say, hey, my friends and I have been debating this for a while. This this is a banger one. I'm going to tell you right now, Eddie. Okay. How do the monsters in Monsters, Inc. reproduce? Is it sexual, asexual, or other? Why is there such a wide variety of monsters? Why do Mike and his mom look the same? We need to hear your thoughts on this. Okay, first of all, uh, no matter how they reproduce, there is a sexual nature to the Monsters, Inc. universe, and we see that by how horny Mike is for his girlfriend. Yeah, we need, he to, is... we need to acknowledge that. We have to, Gus, before me and you can even start a fucking discussion about this. I I respect that. I fully acknowledged Mike is a fucking, is a taint hound. He is He's going... He's a green ball of horniness. Do you honestly legs. thinking, is Mike Wazowski the horniest animated character in, in children's movies? Uh, no, Peppy. Or I, I was gonna say Peppy Le Pew, but he's uh, not in a movie. Well, I guess he's in Space Jam. Um, That's true. He's got to be the horniest because we don't even draw him anymore. <laughs> That's how horny <laughs> he is. <laughs> we just like nobody. Nobody has put a pen to paper and drawn Peppy Le Pew in like twenty years because they're like, this is a too horny of a character. <laughs> I honestly can't think of anybody hornier than Mike Wazowski, especially in Disney Pixar stuff. I'm trying Fuck. to think who else is hornier in Disney Pixar's universe. Um, uh, I would say not even close to Mike, but um, there's a slight horniness to Mr. Potato Head, and we need to acknowledge that, and also to Woody in mm-hmm. Toy Story 2. Oh, uh, dude, with Bo Peep, dude? He goes yeah, Dumbo dude, mode for her. Yeah, he goes Dumbo. His, his legs start shaking. He's so horny. Plus, his uh, name is literally a boner, so they kind also, of factor does it, that in. Does it uh, count? What's the fucking, um, if it's the audience horny for him, it, what's the fucking Wheezy Penguin? Is his name really Wheezy? What's his <laughs> I name? think it is Wheezy. Ah, my squeaker. Wheezy gets me going like nobody else in movies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when they find him on that dusty shelf in Toy Story 2, dude. <laughs> you, can, oh you imagine, can you imagine bringing Wheezy to Climax and he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> my laugh just sounded like it because... <laughs> oh, my God. It's here's, here's my dream scenario. I get put on... I'm a, I'm a toy. I get put on the shelf and Wheezy's there and he goes... I have I've been up here for months and I've had nobody to satisfy me sexually. <laughs> you you want to see my squeaker? He's fucking flashes you. Um yeah, he uh oh. what the fuck I need to know his exact name before we It it can't be his I name think it is Wheezy. But why would they name him that when he had a working squeaker before? Oh, yeah, that's kind of fucked. You're kind of dooming. That's like naming a kid Parkinson's or something name- like that. <laughs> his name is Wheezy. Why the fuck yeah, did they like, name what him? What the fuck? Like, did his name change? Was it just like Walter? And then one day they're like, dude, I'm sorry, Walter. You're fucking Wheezy he's, now. He's no. a broken toy. It's like, it's like in Toy Story 2, they just start calling Woody like bro- ripped arm bitch. Like- <laughs> 
Okay. So we have Mike Wazowski. Yes, Mike currently Wazowski. ranked number one, the horniness, Hor- horniest. First off, I want to say we're filming this on the spot, so everyone in the podcast uh, subreddit, this going to be like, how did they not think of this person? Because uh-huh. you had time to think. Okay, that's true. Okay, let's break down. Um, is there any? I really don't think there's that horny of characters in Cars. Lightning McQueen is probably the horniest, but not super horny. It's just because he has a love interest. Yes, I could see that. So, so fuck the Cars universe, probably. There's no um, horniness, I believe, in Good Dinosaur or Brave, and I also don't want to talk about those movies because they're just okay. Yeah. So we're gonna. Uh, so what are the other classic Pixar movies that we need to go over? Well, we got Finding Nemo. Uh, I don't know. Marlin seems repressed, but not horny at all. You know? I don't know if yeah anybody in Finding Nemo seems very horny. I will say. Do we, does Wally count as horny? Okay, I was thinking about that because it's like he he's it seems more of a love motivation. Though, it seems with, like a like a, uh, a childhood sweetheart, like nice sweet love. I don't yeah. think I don't think Wally expresses any horniness. I feel like we would have seen a robot penis if that were the case. Probably, yeah. And we do. Ha- oh, go for it. Go for it. I was gonna say, and I don't know if we have any other characters that are explicitly horny in the Wally movie. No, it's it just fat humans are really the only other characters there, too. And I can't imagine they're very sexually motivated at that stage. Well, they actually, yeah, they aren't at all. They, like, haven't touched each other in, in like, generations. Yeah. So they definitely aren't. That's a good point. Um, the you, I can't think of really anything in the Incredibles universe. Everyone is horny for Mrs. Incredible, but that's, like, an outside force that is not yeah. her choosing. I guess also, Violet kind of is. Yeah, but she's like it's a teenage boy she has a crush on. Mike is like he's already <laughs> dating his girlfriend and he's like so horny. <laughs> he's just slinging dick nonstop. He's, he's so horny that he calls her schmoopsy poo <laughs> yeah. so he can get in bed with her. <laughs> no self-respecting man would ever and, do that. And then he uses he weaponizes his horniness with why am I forgetting her name? With Ross. You forgot to file your paperwork last night. He, he like, dances his fingers on her her counter, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, dude. He's all over the place, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. So, what are we forgetting a major Pixar staple? Okay. Okay. We got Toy Story. We got Finding Nemo. We have Up. I guess Carl is kind of like, nah, but his is more sad. Yeah, they don't show. There's no in the nice montage. There's no scene where they're fucking, and they also didn't have a child. So we can assume there's a chance that they never had sex because that we never saw it, and we never saw proof proof of purchase. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, show me the fucking receipts. All right, here's what I got. I hear Disney Pixar movies, big ones. Uh, Coco. It's not really anything sexual in there. Uh, Inside Out. There probably would be an emotion for just that, but we didn't see it in the movie. Yeah, but she, nobody is old enough, and they showed the dad, and there was no, uh, there was no. Why isn't there? We need an, uh, the adults to have horniness because that's got to be in there. Oh, what, dude, would they just call him yeah horniness, or would they call him horny? <laughs> Probably horny. Uh, I guess a Linguini from Ratatouille was pretty horny. Yeah, Linguini is pretty horny. Um, I want to. Cu- just... We have to get the th- top three here. Okay. Okay. I I would put. I say that Linguini actually he is. Yeah, Linguini's really horny. Yeah. Arguably more than Mike. I don't know, he, like, but like he forg- he gets so horny he forgets about the cooking shit. 
That's true, but you made a good point with Roz. Mike weaponizes it. Like, he can't even contain it to one woman. It's just, like, coming and going all over the world. <laughs> so, well, also, in Monsters University, do we see Mike get horny at all? I don't know, but you got to assume that he's at his peak sexual prime in, in college there. It, right, and so we didn't see him that horny then. I yeah. would say... I would say, yes, Mike weaponizes it, but Linguini gets so horny that he forgets the matter at hand. And Mike immediately gives up his horniness to figure out what's going on um, with Boo the second he sees that there's a child in their world. Linguini almost fucks it all up. That's true. But also, Linguini is way stupider than Mike. And, hey, how do we know, Eddie? Holy shit. How do we know (laughs) that Linguini isn't the horny one. What if it's Remy pulling the hair strings being vicariously <laughs> horny they, through him? They, sh- they show scenes where he like puts them away and shit. <laughs> he's so horny. <laughs> it's, like a, uh, it's like, Remy, I'm at a funeral. Get the hell out of here. Well, here's my question then. Yes. If, if, we're, if we're throwing that in there, how do we know there's not a little rat controlling Mike Wazowski the whole time? How do we know any Pixar character is... is uh, conscious of what they're doing, and there isn't a little rat fucking around with them. How do that we know? That is true. That is true because there are those fan theories proving that everything in the Pixar universe is in one single universe. So the right. ability to have a sexually charged rat yanking at your hair and making you go about your day can be true of anybody in a Pixar movie. And then I know what you guys are probably thinking in the audience. How could that possibly apply for Toy Story? There's a little toy rat that's in oh. Woody's hat. Fuck, dude. Oh, he and then think about thing it. Wide when, open. when does he lose his hat? Which movie? Is that the first one or the second one where he loses his hat for a little while? I think it's this. The It's the first one, one, right? Oh. I, I thought, well, I know in the second one, he definitely goes to the toy place and he's like, I don't know. Did he lose his hat during that? Oh, wait. I think it did because it's like, oh, he's missing his hat and it's not complete. And then uh, Dennis Nedry can't sell him, you know? <laughs> yeah. I actually couldn't come up with his name Woody again. I can't. Lose. What's that fucking guy? Newman. That guy. When does Woody lose his hat? The first did time you- Woody had his removed was that Andy is playing with him and said hello to Molly. Woody's hat was gone. I think this might. Uh, wait, it, I think it might be Toy Story two. I can't tell right now. Yeah, Woody's okay. lost hat. Toy Story two reenactment is what I'm seeing here. I think he loses his hat in the second one. Yeah. So is all the Bo Peep stuff in the second one or is that in the first one? I don't know if Bo Peep is in the first one, but most of the Bo Peep stuff I think is in the second. Okay. Because they immediately, if it were something different, like they immediately have Jesse be like Buzz's kind of love interest toward the end of that movie, and it's not even like that at all with those two. Yeah. And so Bo Peep, and then in three, they're like, "What happened to Bo Peep?" And he's like, "I don't want to fucking talk about it." There's a little rat in my hat. He That's said a good that point. verbatim. <laughs> there's, there's a, a rat, rat in my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was wondering when when his hat was off, because he seemed to do, he got so much shit done when the hat and the rat wasn't on his head. Like in the second one, he goes on arguably the biggest adventure of the four film franchise. So he probably was so non-distracted by having that horny little rat up there that he just got shit done the whole movie. 
But then Damn, again, dude. oh, and then, oh, Eddie, because then when he gets his hat, when he gets his hat back, he is with Jesse, and he is flirting up a storm with Jesse. He goes, fuck Bo Peep, I'm all in on this Jesse girl. Does he do that? Dude, remember, he's going, he's doing like the rootin' tootin' cowboy coming out yeah, of the box that's, and he's, shit. Yeah, but he's breaking into the, the his old persona. He's not like, I'm going to fuck Jesse once He I'm is done an inch this. away. If Stinky Pete was turned around in the box, it would have been <laughs> on her no. like flies on shit. Here's my question. Where does yeah. this problem start and stop? Did uh is his name actually Stinky Pete? It is Stinky Pete. Or Stinky Pete the prospector, yeah. Okay. Um Stinky Pete, was he cuz he's not he's still in the box when we yeah. when we catch up with him. Does this go as far back to the toy factory? Was there a little <gasps> rat made for his hat before he was unboxed or he does the most evil things? Once he breaks out of the box, which means a little toy rat found his hat right oh. when he got out of the box. Damn, dude. Holy There's a rat in everyone's hat. Oh, my God, dude. You know, I just remember, too, that deleted scene that they took out when they re-released Toy Story 2 because it was too, like... Tony blanked the word. I, You know what word, word I said. Uh, remember, Stinky Pete is with two of the Barbie flight attendants. Oh, that's and he's in the like, credits. It's not a deleted yeah. scene. It's in the credits of the actual movie. It's. I thought the movie. they removed it on later they, releases, though. They just recently removed it from like streaming services. I saw it when I rented Toy Story 2 like a year ago, and I okay. saw it then. So wow. like, yeah, now, now they removed it, but it wasn't like... It wasn't until very recently where people were like, whoa... But that's like an ace in the hole, like Stinky Pete. Actually, he's the horniest. He's got to be. I mean, he's Stinky Pete, probably. Yeah, he's so horny that we took part of him out of the movie. So he's like Pepe Le Pew, but he's a Pixar character. I can't believe we figured this out. He is the... And so for people that don't know what we're talking about, there's a scene that is very... The thing is... At the time, they were doing bloopers where it was like the toys were Hollywood characters almost acting in the movie. And so you'd hear them cut, you'd hear the crew laugh. And so clearly at the time, they were making light of the creepy old actor on a set. And now it is like really insensitive. But they were making fun of that guy. But that's in the movie, and that's his character. We have found the horniest Pixar character, and he is canceled. I have nothing else to say. I rest my case, um, and you're welcome for those answers, everybody. Fuck out of here.